Hello, and welcome to the John's Cast. I'm Zachary. I'm Benjamin. And lucky you, you've stumbled upon the number one podcast about John's. John's Cast. John's Cast. Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah, how are you doing today, Benjamin? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, I'm a little tired, but I'm significantly less addled than last time. And the air conditioner is working properly now, so I'm at, like, a good temperature. Oh, excellent. It's important to regulate the temperature of your johns, because if you don't, sometimes they might start on fire. Like, if, mm-hmm. if they're in 1,000 degrees, say, they'll probably start on fire. And I hate it when that happens. Yeah. That's why I never wear my johns when I go to the sun. Let's say on the sun. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's kids. If you're going to the sun, just leave your Johns at home. Or um, you might need special space Johns, uh, treated with special like space dyes mm-hmm. that are heat retardant or something. Uh, you know, one potential good alternative uh, might be this week's Johns news, which is. Oh. Right here. A nightmare to behold. <laughs> <laughs> so for our, our John's News segment, it's one of our at least five favorite segments. We uh, we look at what's hot in the world of John's. We uh, we don't want the fake news to get in. So all we read is... No, the, this, is, yeah. this is very strictly not a John's fake news segment. Yeah, it's all real John's news, which means picks and or title, or it didn't happen. And price. And price. So that's all we read. Title, In price, In case you want to pick them up yourself. Yep, and, uh, and this week's John's news comes from wishtv.com, which I've never heard of, but it sounds very fantastical. It's um, apparently a Channel 8 so I think this is like a local news source. Uh, nice. From like my guess is Wisconsin. Uh, oh, but I don't know that. You know, Wisconsin is one of my favorite states in the Upper Midwest. It's at least top five. So Benjamin, would you care to attempt to describe this this brave new horror that we're looking at? So I mean, yeah. Uh, first thing off is I, I just gonna say you heard it first in the John's cast. Uh, you know, last episode we were discussing a possible trend of crotchless jeans mm-hmm. and, uh, the, the title of this article is Fashion Labels New Crotchless Jeans Selling for $570. So this is why you come to the John's cast for your John's news because we are on the pulse of of the John's industry ahead of the curve, and uh, yeah, this disaster, oh man, it's <laughs> real apparently. <laughs> so what this is is it's like a pair of of denim leggings, and it's attached by no, because yeah. leggings are like tight and close to your legs. Okay, they're looser than that. They're more like denim this wind tunnels. Yeah, this is like <laughs> denim pipes. Okay, so uh, so you wear your denim pipes, and uh, and you know how in old underwear they didn't have elastics, so they had to be like strapped, or your socks had to be strapped to your briefs. So that's going on, 
and these denim pipes are strapped to sort of a denim belt that has like yeah like a... the top half of like the crotch of your jeans yeah like they have like a half crotch that wraps around back and has like so imagine a pair of denim shorts. Like, imagine a pair of denim Daisy Dukes. Mm-hmm. Now, like, partway through the zipper, just go ahead and cut that off around it, and then on the back, you're going to cut, like, a lot more. Make sure you uh, expose the whole butt. We definitely want yeah, the, the whole, whole butt. Yeah. The whole butt and, like, the the sort of, like, uh, R-rated... R-rated bits of the crotch are, are all totally exposed, mm-hmm. um, and and all the all your sort of thigh would be, and you make sure like while the pockets start, you cut out, you know, in the area where you would put a thing in the pocket, so instead it just like falls onto the ground. Mm-hmm. So it it's also it's notably it's also styled with a belt uh, in one of the pictures provided. Which feels like a really weird <laughs> choice. So, you know, I keep thinking every time we do one of those John's News segments, this is the logical conclusion of the John's <laughs> News that we got to last week. You know, like, we we mm-hmm. had the ones with the plastic knees, and then we had the ones that are entirely plastic, and then we had the ones that are just, like, big holes cut out. And but I feel like we keep coming to the more and more logical conclusion. Like I don't know how more conclusive this can get. I've, we may have drifted into illogical conclusions at this point. Perhaps that's right. I'd say this is almost kind of an abstraction of genes, right? Like these no longer have any practical value whatsoever. They they're they're not really genes anymore they're just sort of a symbol of genes right they're like they're like think of your favorite religious symbol but just it means genes rather than jesus <laughs> what if my favorite religious symbol doesn't mean jesus <laughs> well now it means genes ben i'm oh, sorry I, i'm kind of okay with that i mean i, I could worship at the church of john's oh okay uh, but I, so, there's so much to say here that I'm sort of at a loss for words, honestly. Like, these, uh, should we tell the actual article where we saw, uh, we already said it's from wishtv.com, right. and so it's called Fashion Labels New Crotchless Jeans Now Selling for $570 If You Want to Subject Yourself to Seeing These. Yeah. Like, it's a very, it's a very pretty lady, uh-huh. um, and like, we've, and she's like, yeah, like basically like wearing John socks that don't like footless John socks attached to crotchless assless Daisy Dukes um via denim suspenders. <laughs> and <laughs> and maybe the worst I I this is probably not the worst part, but one of the very bad parts is uh that the jean tubes that the pipes that you're sort of like wearing over your legs um, have like just tons of snaps all down the middle of them of each leg for no reason. What if you got to take them off in case of an emergency real quick? 
<laughs> I guess. I think they would still be attached to you and just like flying around like leg case <laughs> behind you in that case. Do they help? Like they're still they would still be attached at the uh at the suspender. Like this only makes them slower to get off rather than faster. Hmm. Well, I'm sure they have some good reason, right, Ben? Right? Right? Uh, right? Right? No. I I don't have a lot of faith in this. I will point out that, um, like, despite our descriptions, this image is far less obscene than it sounds because she's this lady is wearing like a a very long tailed, like long enough to fully cover her butt, uh, like sort of like men's sort of like uh kind of just like chunky dad cut uh. Long sleeve button down shirt uh-huh. um, that she has the jeans on top of, or the crotch part of the jeans on top of, and so it's it's actually like very very reminiscent and significantly worse than the outfit that Beyonce was wearing in our last one. I think this lady might be some sort of weird superhero. Oh man, this it this does look like a horrible superhero costume. I could kind of see that. Especially, like, it's a first iteration, like, homebrew one. You know, like, before Spider-Man has his official suit, he has, like, the shitty one he made at home uh, from some, like, old things he had laying around. I could see that. This is like... I'm not gonna guess at the name of this hero (laughs) or villain. This is like Jack Kirby has six hours to come up with 20 characters. Here's one. (laughs) This is number 20. Uh (laughs) Uh, John's woman. Mm -hmm. So, Benjamin, the big question. Are these Johns? I'm going to say... These are closer than are am I allowed to say these are broken Johns? Because if you want to say these are broken, like these are seriously damaged, sort of beyond the point of function or wearing, I would be comfortable with that. Mm. As they stand, I think you have to have a crotch to be Johns. I I don't know if I'm ready to budge on that. It has to be denim and it has to have a crotch. Uh those feel like essentials to me. What is your take, Zach? You know, Benjamin, I have to agree with you. Like, I don't know. The rest of these Johns are somewhere. I think they're just, like, sitting in a chest. And this superhero lady has to go complete a big quest. And then her reward is getting her butt covered up. I I thought maybe her arch nemesis wears the invert, like the parts all cut out of this. Oh, that's really good. Uh, So they're both sort of battling for the other parts of these pants. (laughs) So like, while while this woman has most of the Johns, uh, she's actually missing all of the most important pieces. So, like, the other person, like, is probably allowed to, like, walk into an Arby's and buy something. <laughs> <laughs> no Arby's for this lady. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. You know what? They probably let... As long as you had the long shirt on and, like, carefully tucked to the back the way these are, uh, you might be allowed to. Uh, what about Sonic? Do you think she could go to Sonic? 
Well, as long as you stayed in the car in the drive-in, they would never know. <laughs> All right. Well, there we go. On that note, uh, you too can have so, to... Uh, yeah. The, go ahead. I was going to say, like, I, I think we are seeing a new style, and I'm uh-huh. curious on your take on this, Zach, but I think... I think we can pretty safely say, while spring may have been all about clear panels, I think clear panel Johns are out, like, Daisy Dukes plus pant leg pieces with, like, a weird thigh hole, definitely it for summer 2017. I think this is going to be the new big trend. And, uh, And we'll be here as the trend develops. Your front line of yes. defense against these horrors. <laughs> Your, the coverage will continue on the Johns cast. But, but the coverage will not continue of the models wearing these Johns because they're not very well covered up. No. No, no they're not. <laughs> All right. So on the note of uh, things that are covered, we covered a video game. <laughs> Um, we did or were about to? Oh, we did in the past, and now we're going to travel back in time to tell you this wonderful things that we are going to say now. Trust me, it's great. I've been there. Sweet. Uh, yeah, I feel like we need like a like sound effect in here somehow. Uh, no, we can put something spooky in post. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, so the game we played was Kindergarten, which is available for uh, Windows and PC. Benjamin, do you know if it's new, per se? I think it is. Uh, I can... It's it's available on Steam. Okay. Um, if you can talk about it briefly, I will tell you if it's new or not. I think it is, though. Okay, uh, so Kindergarten is an adventure game that shares a genre, I think, with Nine Hours, Nine Persons, Nine Doors. I think that's the most famous example, and I've never played any of them, and I'm sure the genre... I was about to say, yeah. I've never played any of those. Yeah, it yeah. actually came out um, June 15th, so it is quite new okay, cool. at the time of this recording. Yeah, and, and I've never played any of them, and I'm sure the genre has a really good name. Other than a three nines alike, which is the term that I've coined right now. But uh, I see. Yeah. But the idea is that you go through the same time period over and over again, and you have to perform just the right actions in order to make something happen at the end of it. And you don't know what the right actions are to perform until you've already gone through several times. Which is... Um, yeah. Oh, go on. Uh which is actually a really intriguing way to do an adventure game. Like, it gives it more depth than just uh, grab a thing here and then wander across the other side of the map and put it here and then grab another thing and wander across the map and put it there, right? Like, you actually have to have some intuition about how the world works and you have to plan ahead. Um, yeah, so so I think it's pretty cool that way. Uh This game is particularly, I guess I'm going to say, quote-unquote charming, if you're into that sort of thing, Uh (laughs) where uh, it takes place on your first day of kindergarten, and uh, and let me tell you the story of my uh, 
of my experience with kindergarten, my first day. So I mm-hmm. uh, I was in my room looking around, and there wasn't anything except my piggy bank. And so I thought, mm-hmm. well, I'm going to school. Maybe I'll have to buy lunch. So I emptied my piggy bank, and then I uh, and then I went to school. And then instantly there was a bully that approached me and said, I can smell money. Do you have money? I said, no. He said, come on, man. I can smell it. Give me half your money. And I said, no, I don't want to give you your money. And then he instantly proceeded to kill me. <laughs> and then well, I, yeah. I mean, you should have. So he, he tells you that he can smell that you have over $3, yeah. <laughs> not just any amount of money. You can bring under $3. He only wants to take half of it, which is also important. That's true. Uh, um, so you can say, like, no, I'm not going to give you the money. And he starts beating on you. And it gives you a chance to call for the teacher, mm-hmm. but she's not paying attention and just lets him murder you. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> and that really sets the tone for the whole game. Um, yep. So in my experience of it, it was basically a bunch of puzzles about the right way to murder children, basically. There's other things you can do, but a lot of it involves child murder. And... It's a whole lot of it is about you not getting murdered, which yeah. it's very hard to do things and not get murdered at this school. It's true. Because for one, the janitor is like explicitly a child murderer. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, and the principal deals with things by shooting children. You know, the game really sounds horrible when you talk about it, and it kind of is, but it's also pretty fun. <laughs> I feel horrible yeah, I, saying I that. I quite liked this game. Is that the point I of this really game? I actually really like. Yeah. I think I I quite I actually kind of really like the tone. Yeah. Because it it reminds me a, a lot of like a sort of like in retrospect like extremely dark like um sort of imaginary games I would often play at school mm-hmm. with other children. And sort of, like, not believed, but, like, sort of fake conspiracies we had about, like, the teacher being a murderer or something. <laughs> and, like, it very it very much reminds me of that, uh, which I think is part of, part of the... Like, it's a very dark comedy, certainly. Yeah, that's uh, true. I, I think it's very funny. Like, the dialogue I do too. is I great, think it's, yeah. It's pretty well written. Yeah. The characters are like all pretty fun. So like a thing worth pointing out is like so you only play that first day over and over again, but um any money you spend is gone forever and any money you collect you'll at the, whatever you have at the end of your run goes into the piggy bank. And um if you complete and so every character in the game has, like, a storyline. I think every one of them, if not every one of them, most of the characters in the game have their own storyline, which requires, like, a perfect run doing only their stuff, um, like, their quest through that entire day. And um, if you successfully do one of those, it will permanently unlock an item and add it to your room that you can just bring to school with you at any time. And so some of the quests... Some of the people's like character clears require you to have several of um, previous ones to be able to possibly do them. 
Also, as you try things, it unlocks hints that tell you how to progress in various people's storylines. Yeah, which is good because there's a lot of ways to do things almost right. But to actually yeah. complete someone's quest, you have to be almost perfect about it. It's And they're also, like, really long and detailed, Yeah, honestly. I kind of think they're a little too hard to do um, myself. But if you're more patient than I am, perhaps they're not. Um, so, so this is my main complaint about the game. Like, I... I don't think it's too hard necessarily, but I think that it's not nice enough to the player. Like, I uh, I meant to play this game for an hour. I ended up playing it for like two hours uh, because I was doing the damn teacher quest over and over again, and you know every time I do it a little mm-hmm. bit wrong. And uh, But it wastes so much time because every time you do the loop, you have to go through all the dialogue. You have to go through all yeah, the animation. I guess that's probably part of what I mean. Also, like, it's very not obvious when you fucked it up, actually. Yeah. And so you often will end up doing, like, the whole day um, and not realizing that you have, in fact, kind of goofed it. Yeah, which is really frustrating. So, like, even... The easiest thing to do would be let me press a button and then skip an animation, right? So this character is walking from here to here, and then they're there already, and then that makes it much more tolerable. Um, or, yeah. like, um, you could set it up, like, the way to do it to me seems like you would set it up like a visual novel where you, there was just a button you could, like, click in the corner where it would, like, auto-skip or super fast-forward. It's actually the way it's usually done. Um, all the dialogue and uh, animations that you had previously seen in an earlier playthrough before. Yeah. And you could undo that any time. But that way you could just like just cut to basically the parts you wanted to do different. And whenever you're doing something you had done before, it would just kind of blast through it once you started it and give you control again. Yeah, so that would help a lot. And I think there's a good game in here. And if I was, say, oh, in college... Right, and I had nothing else to do because I was really lazy in college. I would be beating this game and I would enjoy it, but I'm probably not going to get to play it for any more time. So I got to do one quest and see a little bit of the story. I don't, yeah, I don't know what's up with the janitor. I don't know what's up with most of the kids. Right, so I don't know. It's kind of frustrating think... that way. So you completed the teacher quest, right? I didn't yet. Like, uh, I almost did it, and then I realized, like, I didn't have enough money on the last section. Yeah, because some... Which is really lame and a thing it does. So, like, I ended up starting... I played it for several hours, and, like, the first hour I was playing it pre-raw, you know, I would not know anything about it. I hadn't heard of the game before the day I bought it. Yeah. I just saw it on Steam, and it, like, looked like something I would like a lot, and it was $5. It's a very cheap game. It's brand new, like, not on sale for $5, so, like, I think it's really cool. If it sounds intriguing at all, I think it's worth a pickup. It's certainly worth the $5. Yeah, for sure. It's not a big game. Like, I think that's a good price point, honestly, for what it is. It feels like it feels like a very good game, very worth $5. Um, it does have these problems we've, we've talked about, uh... But if you're the right kind of person, I don't know if those are a problems at all, and uh, 
be like for five bucks, like and how like kind of cool this game is, it's uh it's probably just a okay yeah, that way. Sure. It's fine. Like um so I I started using a guide because I just wanted to see more of it before the podcast. Yeah. Um on and I start and so like the most important part of the guide is it told me like what things are required to possibly complete that quest that you had to bring in. So the teacher's quest, I think you have to bring seven dollars in. Seven? To possibly win. Oh, Some of them okay. are that's like the second highest. One of them requires even more, I think. Okay. Um so I never did that one because I never had that much money. Mm. Um uh, I completed two of them. I did uh maybe I did three. I did uh Jerome, I think, first. Uh, in honor of Jerome, who who writes in here mm-hmm. all the time, our best listener and and best writer in her, mm-hmm. and uh, I did. Uh, I may have done like the mean girl, that, like ask you to be her her boyfriend. Yeah, I did. I think that I one may have done too. hers. Yeah, and, and I did. I definitely completed Nuggets as well. Okay. Like, the weird kid, like, weird ostracized kid. And his was definitely the most interesting and fun to me. Um, There's a 0% chance I would have passed that without just using a guide on that one. I I basically did Jerome's without the guide. I just needed to know how much money to bring in. Okay. Um, but some of them are just, like, insane, the shit you have to have, like, to come in and do them. And, like, it it doesn't really warn you much at all. Like, it, I think it does through the hints if you're, like, excited about playing this for five hours or something and unlocking a bunch of hints. And then you might could just pound through several of them in a row once you have, like, a good splash of hints. Yeah, that's true. If you unlock enough hints, it will tell you, like, how to do the quest, which is pretty generous of them. And, you know, like, it gives you a new hint, I think, every time you do another step in the quest. So, so that's good. I appreciate that. I like me some cheating. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think the the, the hints are, like, explained to you explicitly and, like, in-game. So I don't think it's, like, cheating. Like, the game is so obscure, honestly. Like, they're pretty necessary uh, to function, I think. Yeah, that's fair. Oh, cool. Um, you wanna wanna do a break? Yeah. Are we not. I don't know how far we are. I think we're about break time. Yeah, we can break it unless you wanna just uh, vamp for three minutes. Vamp, 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 uh, vamp, 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 vamp. Go ahead. Vamp, 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 vamp. Do you vamp, have vamp, a? Vamp. I was trying to think of uh, other things I had to say about kindergarten. Yeah. Um, I like the art a lot in it. Honestly. Yeah, it's adorable. Uh, I think the art style is really cool. Uh-huh. The animations are good. Uh-huh. Uh, other thing is, so I was thinking of, of like, uh, that's probably better for after the break, actually. Okay. Uh, I think, I think that's all I got for before the break. Okay. Let's take our break to the soothing sounds of kindergarten. Is there crying in kindergarten? Are you? Yes. Lots. I'm sure. So it's sort of like baseball, but the opposite. Yeah, exactly. Kindergarten is the opposite of baseball. Boom. Episode title.
Give me your lunch money, dingus. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to the John's cast. Uh, so now it's time for the segment that myself and Ben have been waiting for for sure. And we know that you've also been waiting for it, unless you hated it, in which case you haven't been. It's time for... <laughs> <laughs> it's time for John's Quest. John. John. Quest. Quest. John. John. Quest. Quest. John's Quest. Last time on John's Quest. Hi, I'm God. Uh, we introduced... Uh, Benjamin, the god of a small tribe uh, whose name is God, which, by the way, isn't blasphemous because the Judeo-Christian's god's name isn't God. That's just a silly goof. No more hate mail, please. Leave me alone. (laughs) (laughs) Um, His pantheon so far consists of himself and a bear that is not a bear god. It's just a bear. The bear is worshipped by uh, Lazy Tim. Yeah, High Priest Tim. Yeah, High Priest Lazy Tim, who was armless and was condemned to spend eternity in a uh, in the tumbleweed cage with the bear in the desert last time. A couple people died, and Ben has... Awesome George mm-hmm. and Ugly Tommy, to be specific. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, Benjamin has... Let's see, six or five tribesmen remaining, I believe. Uh, well, I still count High Priest Tim as one of my tribesmen. He's just separated from the party. <laughs> okay, Tim is absent. So, uh, let's see. So, one of your guys that's still alive is your favorite, Steel and Bill. And then there's mm-hmm. also Dave, who's a Christmas and Easter worshiper of the Bear God, but not too into him. Uh-huh. And then there's uh, three nameless guys, two of which are Lazy Tim's brothers. And I gave them names. Ready to hear? Oh, good. Yeah, their, yes. their names are Dan, Percy, and Stanley. Which ones are the two brothers? Dan and Percy. And uh, what was the third guy's name? Stanley. He's Stanley. Yeah. He's flat. He's flat? Yeah, he's flat, Stanley. Flat? Is he, like, physically flat? Like, what is, what is that? Is that just part of his name? Like, what does that mean? I'll leave it to you to figure out the mystery of Stanley. Okay. Uh, I'll put square scare quotes around flat. Um. All right. And at the end of our last episode, Benjamin decided to take his five tribesmen who are not stuck with a bear forever and look for greener pastures. So where are you going, Benjamin? Um... So we're just, uh, by we're, I mean, I'm sick of these people, because I've never, like, really spoke to them outside of officiating the bear wedding. Mm-hmm. I, I'm tired of them being in the desert. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I'm going to have them go east. Okay. They're going east uh, into a different desert. All right. Oh, crap. So on your way east, you encounter some... Green rolling hills, which are pretty nice. Anything you'd like to do while you're camped out on some idyllic green rolling hills? Are the tribes people hungry? Do they have any food or anything? Because I've kind of imagined they were naked this whole time. That's true. They're tragically naked. Well, they might be wearing, like, John's tubes, but that's all they got. 
<laughs> just the parts from like the a bit above the knee <laughs> to the ankle. <laughs> yeah. Well, if they are, I want to have them uh, tear off their John's tubes and pile them on top of the largest hill. Okay. Uh, roll a d6. I rolled a one. <laughs> okay. They try to get them off, but it's too confusing with all those weird buttons, so they're stuck. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> oh, well, I guess we'll have to find a better way to do it. Well, in that case, I, I want them to... Uh, I'm going to command them to take them off in a stern voice, even though I know they can't. <laughs> okay. Roll the die. <laughs> a four. Okay, they still can't take them off, but they're real uncomfortable. Not terrified, just uncomfortable. Congratulations. Well, I'm going yeah. to tell them that their punishment is that they have to roll down the, the top of this hill in the itchy grass with only their stupid John's tubes to protect them. <laughs> All right, roll a die. Three. All right. Uh, that's pretty good, but Dan still gets fady, fatal itching disease. He's super itchy. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, so he's itchy and he hates me? Yep. He, by the way, he hates Ben. Because, it's fatal? Well, it'll be fatal later. It's like how in a movie people get fatal coughing disease because coughing means you're fatal going to Fatal blood die. coughing yeah. disease. Yeah, so, so Dan is doomed, but he's good for now. It's just like sometimes at pregnant moments you'll see him itching and then the camera zooms in. And then it pulls away, and that's the end of the scene. Okay. Um, but everybody else is okay and mostly naked, right? Yeah, everybody's We're at fine. the bottom of the hill. Uh-huh. Um, do they like to eat grass? <laughs> uh, roll a die. Okay. Uh, is this a die to determine how many of them like to eat grass? Is there six of them? Sure, that works. Five. All right. They're practically cows. <laughs> who does not like to eat? <laughs> who does not like to eat grass? Flat Stanley. Okay. Uh, all right. So, so like all your guys are grass. eating grass. They're very content. And then they, uh, a wandering shaman comes out from the distance. This is a. Uh, what does he dress like? He's a holy man. He's wearing a plain gray robe. And it has a, a wooden board on it with this holy symbol. And I'm going to describe what that looks like. It's, okay. it's uh, on the left, there's two parallel lines. And then those terminate in on sort of the left side of a big D. And then on the other side of the D, there is a little white circle. And then there is a line coming off of the little white circle. Got it? Uh, not. Sh- I-, I tried to draw it. My guess is that I drew it really wrong. Okay, that's good because it's pretty rough, roughly drawn. So, uh, so is he just like running at us, or is he just sort of like marching up amicably, or like? Uh... Yeah, he's he's just walking up with a big smile on his face. He's visibly holding some pamphlets. Okay, yeah. so he's got like a strange symbol mm-hmm. on his. On his board, mm-hmm. and he's got a gray robe, you said? Mm-hmm. All right. I want all my tribesmen, before he has a chance to atta- to speak, to attack him. But I want them to encircle him and then attack one at a time only after the person before them has fallen. 
Uh, and I want the first one to attack to be uh, Dan. <laughs> okay. Now, before you do that, he says, uh, Hello, stranger. I don't see the need for all this aggression. Especially since I've got a tribe of hundreds of people that are just over that hill. So I wouldn't attack me if I were you. I, I want I want Steele and Bill, who's sort of our unofficial leader at mm-hmm. this point, to ask him where, like specifically, they are. <laughs> and he says, uh, you, you know, just around. Over there. Over, uh, over which hill? Over that one. You know, that hill. Is he, like, pointing at a specific hill? So like, no, is it, that they... no, he's holding pamphlets. I'm gonna, I, I, want, I want them to go ahead and encircle him. All right. Uh, and he's... I, I want Bill to, like, really menace him and, like, which hill? Right. <laughs> he's looking kind of nervous, and he says, uh, have, you, uh, have you heard the good news about Nand? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, alright, time for Dave to attack. Alright. Uh, Dave, I mean Dan. Dan. Itchy Dan. Right. <laughs> Itchy Dan's gotta lead the charge here. Alright, roll a die. Uh, six. Oh, I got a three. Uh, alright, he's wounded. You get a, you get a chop right through this guy's holy symbol. He's bleeding bad. Alright, I, I want, uh, I want Dave to grab the pamphlets out of his hand. Okay. He's helpless. Okay, so he can just he can just grab them. Yeah. Uh, and you read one of the pamphlets and No, I don't want Dave to read them. Okay, but you can see them. I have a different plan in mind. <laughs> so what does it like look like on the cover? All right. So so you see the holy symbol again and uh, and then there's a bunch of other symbols that kind of look like the holy symbol and a bunch of like simplistic wire diagrams and it says did you know that you can make everything out of band and then uh, and then later on it talks about the uh, the god of nandism fernando who is known not for his omnipotence but for his item potence and then it explains the oh. rule about how uh, one thing or nothing can be true but two things can't be true and that's their that's their like tier or that's their core philosophy. So I want I want Dave to like look at these pamphlets in kind of horror, uh-huh. and then like carefully march them over to Steel and Bill because uh, he he feels like you know you can't trust the the tribes people with these. Uh... You want Bill to steal them? No, I want I want Dave to give Steel and Bill. The pamphlets. Uh, okay, roll a die. So that none of the none of the tribes people can be corrupted by them. Okay. Five. Uh oh, I got a six. Steel and Bill starts oh. reading the pamphlets. He's like, No! You mean that one thing can be true, but two things can't? Huh. Alright. I do I hate to do this, but I need Dave to slap Steel and Bill in the face. <laughs> All right, roll a die. Six. All right, I got a three. Uh, Fernando attempts to uh, to put a holy shield around Steel and Bill, but that can't be true since you're also slapping at the at the same time. 
So since only one feature at a time, he gets slapped. And he's like, oh, man, that looks like some interesting literature. What's up with that? So David's going to explain that this is a vile god and that they can't read they can't read these pamphlets or it will corrupt them. And that 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 Dave uh, uh, describes... Uh, why don't I just do this directly? Okay. I'll have my bo- voice boom down from the heavens and say... Don't read that shit. <laughs> and Stealing Bill asks, How come the bear was okay and this guy's not? The bear was not okay. That's <laughs> why we left him in the cage and had that guy's arms removed. The bear was also not okay. <laughs> Alright, roll a die. <laughs> Five. Alright, Steel and Bill's pretty convinced. So, alright. Now I want Steel and Bill to use. Uh, so I, I want. I gotta talk to the people again. Right. Well, I want. This time I'm gonna kind of whisper it more in Steel and Beer, Bill's ear. Alright. And I'll be like, Steel and Bill, you must. You must start a god war and defeat the Nandist and Fernando. I will help you. And he's like, all right, let's do this. Okay, so what do you want to do? Your, your Nandist priest... The gun this is, god war has. <laughs> the Nandist priest is sitting there bleeding in the middle of your guys. And he's like, this can't be true. I can't be alive and dead. And then he dies. And then... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so he only, he only took one beating to take him out? All right. Uh, so... I want us to stuff. Have I want Steel and Bill to stuff the 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 pamphlets into the corpse's mouth. Okay. And then I want them to loot the body. Okay. And so that Steel and Bill can now put on the gray robe, so everybody knows he's he's the king of of God's people, the God people. <laughs> <laughs> okay so uh so there's some whispers among your tribesmen and they're starting to think you know he said the bear wasn't okay should we should we go back and murder lazy tim that heretic and they're tim's punishment is currently being served he is trapped in there with the bear for all eternity all right, roll a die. Unless I decide otherwise. Uh, it's spinning on its corner really hard for a long time. Only a two. <laughs> All right, they're not so convinced. They start heading back. And uh, and while they're heading back, you start to hear a lot of footsteps in the background. Oh, can we finish desecrating the body first? Because I wanted to desecrate the body. <laughs> Okay, you can have a few minutes to desecrate the body, but only a few minutes. Okay, so I want to take the board, the broken the broken board, but that's really just to use as a weapon. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have anything else besides the robe, the pamphlets, and the board? Uh, he has a nice sandwich. Uh, we'll keep the sandwich for safekeeping. Okay. It's just a cheese sandwich, uh, though. It can't be. It can't be two things at once. Dave's Dave's performance, I think, will award the sandwich to Dave okay. for his heroic performance, and will also award 
the broken boards is sort of a trophy slash weapon nice. uh, for Dan. Uh, so let me note these. Uh, or I'll forget. It's really easy to forget things when you're a god. Mm-hmm. There's so much to keep track of. <laughs> um, the, the god of the Johnsons is not omnipotent, but he does have a... <laughs> nor omniscient. Yeah, nor omniscient, but he does uh, have Google Docs. So. Uh, he's got a sheet of paper with a pen in this case. Oh, gotcha. um, so, yeah, I want... I want Dan to desecrate the body by carving with using using the board, the broken board, into the naked dead Mandis priest chest. Yes and yes. <laughs> <laughs> the man's body instantly bursts into front flames. I would. I want to encourage uh, the tribe people to dance around the flames where they go in their stupid bear <laughs> They kind of half-heartedly dance for a little while, and then they head off. Okay. <laughs> um, so, since I have, since he's one of my tribesmen, uh, I want to, before they get there, do some stuff <laughs> with, with High Priest Tim okay. and, <laughs> and the bear. Okay. Oh, what should I do? He doesn't have any arms. I don't like him too much. No, he's he's real hungry. He doesn't even have grass to eat in there. Can I make him like draw letters with his nose in the sand? Sure. In his cage. <laughs> uh, I want him to say. I want him to try and write, "I'm sorry, God." <laughs> <laughs> In the sand. Right, uh, Tim's bizarre motions draw the attention of the bear, who is also very hungry. Uh, I want to encourage the bear to eat Tim. All right, roll a die. Two. The the bear just eats one of his legs. And goes to sleep. This is probably a small bear. It seems like a, a little bit of a light appetite. Maybe he's just not feeling well. The dieting bear. Yeah. <laughs> it's on the Atkins diet. Only people named Atkins. It's all he eats. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, that happened. That was not very useful. All right, and now let's go back to your other five tribesmen who are marching back in a religious furor. To uh, to murder the bear, it, they sure are. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and they're chanting "Death to Yogi, Death to Yogi." That's what they're saying. Meanwhile, I, I guess I. Meanwhile, I, I guess I just tolerate this. Like, I, I, I already tried to stop him and failed. Like I don't know what else to do. Meanwhile, there's thousands of footsteps following them. Oh crap. Okay, um, so I want to talk to them f- through the... Yeah, the booming voice is getting a little tired. Okay. Uh, can I talk to them through some... Are they are they in the grass still, or are they back into the desert now? They just, they just got to the desert. So I want to talk to them through a burning tumbleweed that's just sort of conveniently blowing alongside them as they march. Ooh, that's pretty cool. 
and uh, and Dan says, "Hey, look, guys, a breathing tumbleweed. That's pretty cool." <laughs> okay, I, I wanted to tell him, guys. Now, while the bear is evil, the Nandists are even more evil. And one good way to fight evil is with evil. <laughs> so. I think we may need to release the bear and have him fight the Nandist. <laughs> All right, roll a die. It's a one. All right, I got a five. A second tumbleweed starts rolling by that's also on fire. <laughs> it's like, no, guys, the bear's way worse. Go kill the stupid bear or they go to sleep. Okay. And then, and then uh, it spontaneously <laughs> generates a big jug of booze and then... And it, like, throws it at them, and it's like, here, you can celebrate with this. Drink lots. Uh, I, I want to I wanna have a counter offer, <laughs> and I'm going to turn that booze <laughs> into uh, better booze. <laughs> All right, roll your dice. Watch this, guys. Totally don't believe that, Tumbleweed. <laughs> Five. Alright, you turn it into better booze. Which is what, by the way? Uh, we'll go for something really... See, we, we, it wasn't a six, so it's not the best booze. We'll turn it into pretty good apps. Okay. But like a big jug. And the guys are like, huh, this looks nice. And then they try tasting it. You know, just like out of the bottle. And they're like, eh, I don't think our god likes no, us No, guys! <laughs> You need, you need this. Okay. And then, uh, I'll, I'll sort of, uh, turn some of the sand into sugar cubes and glasses of, a pitcher of water and, uh, <laughs> some absent glasses. Alright, um, go ahead and roll a die. Six. Oh, I got a five. Alright, they remain sugar instead of turning into something more nefarious. <laughs> so, uh, so your guys are like, hmm, I could go for this. This is a good taste. So I wanna, yeah. I wanna whisper in, in Stealing Bill's, King Stealing Bill's ear, now that he's the king and has the king robe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that, the secret and sacred absinthe ritual. So to share with the people, okay. to show them how to properly drink the absinthe. <laughs> okay. And they uh, they spend 30 minutes figuring that out, and they're really enjoying themselves, and they forget about the bear. But hey, look, there's the Nandists, thousands of people coming over the hill, all wearing different variations of the holy symbol. And then one of them, uh, who is wearing a shiny probably aluminum suit and some nice john says hey oh my name is edge sinner finder the one that has the truth you have violated he's a liar <laughs> <laughs> look at his weird foil <laughs> you have violated our our sacred uh, prospects by declaring that there can be a god and another god. That's a contradiction. You must be put to death. I want to whisper in still King Still and Bill's mm-hmm. ear, 
No, this is Dave. Dave, this seems more like a Dave right. role. Dave has become weirdly important for us. For a Sunday, a Sunday, or like a Christmas Easter bear worshiper. <laughs> and a whisper in his ear. Remember the bear. You must use the bear to fight them. <laughs> and then the... Also, that's not a contradiction. They don't know what contradiction means. <laughs> <laughs> and then Dave's like, okay, you got it. And he runs off to free the bear. So I figured I could use some of his bear worship, put it to use. Okay. <laughs> you know. Yeah, good thing it's almost Christmas. So he actually is decided <laughs> yeah, yeah. to care. <laughs> Desert Christmas. Alright, and uh and uh let's see, who was it that was off for the bear? Dave. Dave. Yeah. yeah. Alright. Dave 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 the uh he's got the cheese sandwich, he's got the weapons. And he's he's been kind of on a roll about getting stuff done. <laughs> All right, so Dave goes and runs and fetches the bear. Do you want him to do anything with Tim? Okay, take Tim. He only has one leg, so just carry him, drag him by it. Uh, <laughs> the bear will get hungry soon, and he'll follow the trail of Tim's blood. <laughs> All right, that's such a good idea. Leave this sacrifice for me. <laughs> Drag Tim by the leg, leaving a blood trail to where the Nandists are. Our... The bear shall follow. I will take care of the rest. <laughs> All right, so uh, so you you succeed. Uh, Dave drags Tim uh, all the way back to your lines, and uh, and the bear comes with him. So what do you want to do now? How's Tim doing? How's Tim doing? <laughs> I, his coagulation is really impressive, honestly. <laughs> yeah, Tim Tim has about one pint of blood left. Like he's he's really more of a, a faucet than a man now. <laughs> <laughs> well, it happens to be useful for our present purpose. So, <laughs> all right. So he's drug him all the way out in front of the the Nandis army, mm-hmm. and the bear has followed. Mm-hmm. All right. So, uh, you have done a good job, Dan. You're, you're, uh, you will be rewarded. I say most clumsily. (laughs) (laughs) Dave doesn't quite believe you, but he's like, alright, whatever. Because he's scared because the Nandists are charging down the hill. There's a lot of them. Uh, Unfortunately, only one of them is allowed to have a sword. Which uh, which happens to be Jericho Lance Saber. How do you spell Derricko? It's Jericho, like the city. Oh, I heard Derricko. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, thanks to Seventh Sanctum for these hilarious names. Boop boop. Jericho. I don't. Jericho Lance Saber. Yeah. And the rest of them are all charging down, but they're like making different poses because they don't believe that you can, the two people can have two poses at once. So like one of them has their elbow out and one of them is going shoulder first and one of them is just like doing cartwheels down the hill. It's a, it's pretty fun. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to be like King still and Bill. I'm going to feed you some sick lines. Just repeat them after me. <laughs> Stephen Bill's like, okay. 
So shout these at them right. loud right. once they're in, like, earshot. Uh, I'm sort of imagining the bear is in between uh-huh. us. <laughs> and the... <laughs> All right. So what is it? What is the god of the Nand god's name? His name again? is Fernando. So say, Fernando is real, right? <laughs> All right. He <laughs> says it. Uh, and they're going to say, but view this other god, the shitty evil bear god. <laughs> <laughs> and then he says he that he is also real. <laughs> and uh, and the Nandis are kind of shaking their heads. Like, Both are true. You should shout that part. Right. And he shouts it. And then everyone's like, "Oh no!" All right, roll a die. Now, now, oh, do I roll up yeah. six? <laughs> well, it's a one. Right. I got a one too. <laughs> <laughs> do we, do we re-roll, or is that just like a double disaster on both sides? Yeah, like, a double I don't know how disaster. Zerds so works. the Nandists are freaking out. They're ripping their clothes and tearing their hair out. <laughs> and then your guys are also really confused about why you would say that. <laughs> and they're just sort of like... Trust me on this one, guys! <laughs> they're just sort of like yeah. scratching their heads and wandering around in circles. So, okay. And I want to I wanna make... The bear, I want to throw Rita Repulsa's spear from the sky and make the bear that I pretend like is the bear god really big. All right, you're going to need to roll for that one. (laughs) Five. All right, you got it. You you have a giant uh, cartoonish man in a bear suit. Wait, it's a man in a bear well, suit? Well, if it was a six, it'd be a bear, but, you know. it. <laughs> He's become a man in a bear uh-huh. suit in the, in the transformation. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, uh, what are you going to do with the man in the bear suit? He's looking very confused. <laughs> uh, I'm, wow, that's a lot less useful to me. Um, I'm going to tr- try... Uh, maybe we should just stick with the rouge at this point. <laughs> okay. Uh, what is the Nandis reaction to the? Because I said he was an evil bear god and that he was real, and then like a uh, Rita Repulsa spear came down from the sky and he got gigantic. That seems pretty convincing to me. <laughs> like, yeah. They don't know. Is it like a obvious suit or is it like a good suit? Yeah. For Fernando got a one. Everybody's freaking out. Yeah, they're all having like real a real crisis of faith situation. They don't know what to do. Giant bear man! I'm just shouting this out all loud right. in the god voice. Right. Stop the one with sword into dust, <laughs> and you'll be duly rewarded. All right, he does it. Jericho lance saber is dust. <laughs> <laughs> That's an impressive song. But the but the it's like how big is the man in the bear suit? Um, you know he's about the size of a, of your typical Zordon. Is that what it was called? Zordon, I think, was like the weird guy in the tube, oh, okay. like the ghost face in the tube that like gives them missions. Okay. Well, he's he's a little bigger than Zordon. <laughs> he's like a Power Ranger. He's like a he's like a. A giant monster that assaults a city. Sized. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, but by the way, when he when he uh, stepped on Jericho Lance Saber, he got a sword in his foot, so that hurts really bad. And he's like, "Ow!" Okay. Yeah. 
Then I'm going to say, Dave! Uh-huh. Remove the sword from that bear's foot. <laughs> Alright, roll it. And claim it as your own, as a boon to you. Roll a die. Oh god, this is the end of Dave 4. <laughs> Alright, that's okay. I won't kill Dave, but... <laughs> but, uh... But he does get, um... The bear, like, falls on him butt first, and he gets a really good whiff, and he's like, never the same again. It's really sad. (laughs) Uh, Does that make him not like the bear? Because remember, he was the previous bear, like, sort of, like, casual worshiper. Yeah, this is a real, this is a real religious moment for him. He's like, this bear god worship thing is dumb, right? (laughs) And he's going around asking people, isn't this kind of dumb? Isn't this dumb, Dan? <laughs> and then Nobody else believes it yeah, at all. And then so. Dan and Percy, who are still pissed off at the bear wedding, say, yeah, it's pretty dumb, Dave. Pretty dumb. <laughs> all right. So I think I have a solution to the bear issue. Bear man, though your foot may be sore, I will now... Now slough off your false god costume that you didn't know you were wearing, um, and become a giant human being, and welcome to our tribe. <laughs> All right, roll a die. Three? <laughs> uh, he becomes a grotesque half-bear, half-man. Under the suit? Or his like... Yeah, it's it's like not in a pretty or cool way. It's just like people don't like looking at him. He just sort of has to walk. But he's in the still back. big. Yeah, he's pretty <laughs> he's a big. Member of the tribe. It's, it's just. What is your name, gross man? <laughs> uh, Barry. Okay. You going E R R Y like a or I like a wacko or you going A R R Y. I think it's B-E-R-R-Y. Oh, gross. <laughs> All right. All right. Me note Dave has the sword. All right, and the uh, the Nandists flee, and you are triumphant. Yay! Yay! Well, that seems like a that seems like a reasonable stopping point. All right, and that was John's quest, brought to you by the Zurd system. In stores now. Man, the Zerd system. Well, this is like advanced Zerds we had this time. <laughs> That's true. We were using two <laughs> dice instead of just one. <laughs> Feel free to play along at home, kids. Uh, what sound are we making? Uh, school uh, children. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like school children to me. Jump rope sounds. Being on a jump rope, playing four square, <laughs> Flip. Flip. Ah! sliding and on the slide. Ah! <laughs> Hello and welcome back. Hi. Hi. So if you didn't get uh, swept into our mystical world of the John's cast to the extent that you stopped listening and started writing fan fiction about it, then you're still here. Hello. Congratulations. Or drawing fan art. Yeah. Send us your fan art at 
johnscast at gmail.com. That's J-A-W-N-Z-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. And speaking of mail, uh, it's time for our uh, critically reviewed, our positively critically reviewed uh, Ask the Audience segment, where we flip the usual Audience Ask segment on its head, and we ask the audience a thing. Uh, now, yeah. last week, uh, I asked, what was your favorite kind of light bulb? And nobody wrote back, because nobody <laughs> likes light bulbs, apparently. Not even Jerome. Not even Jerome. <laughs> Jerome just sent us a photograph of him sitting in a dark room. It was kind of sad. <laughs> <laughs> so you mean he just sent us a black photograph where you can't see anything? Yet? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I, I guess it, it involves some interpretation. Uh, so for this week's question, I want to ask the audience, what is your first name? What's your What's oh. your first name, Benjamin? My first name is Benjamin. Cool. Uh, what's yours, Zach? Exactly. <laughs> well, if you guys want to tell us your first name, uh, feel free to write in at thejohnscast at gmail.com. Yep, J-A-W-N-Z-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. Look how good I am at spelling that today. Um, Man, better than I am. That's why I didn't attempt it. <laughs> nice. All right, and now for uh, everybody's favorite segment. I, I know we have a lot of favorite segments, but this is our favorite, favorite segment. It's our... Yeah, it is. All, I mean, it's a good podcast. It should have a lot of good segments. Yeah, exactly. You know? And this is our review segment. And for this week, we're going to be reviewing Bruce Willis. Benjamin, how do you feel about Bruce Willis? So, I, I enjoy Die Hard uh, 1 uh-huh. a lot. Yeah. And I enjoyed Pulp Fiction a lot. Uh-huh. Um, what about- I enjoyed the Die Hard. I've only seen two Die Hards. And uh, that's the original one and Live Free Die Hard. And I didn't like Live Free Die Hard very much at all. Was that the one? I liked it whenever they hacked the pipes and made them blow up. That was kind of cool. Oh, that's the one I thought it was. Yep. <laughs> Did you know uh, that sufficiently advanced uh, Hollywood technology is indistinguishable from magic? That's what that movie taught me. I just assumed that was a commentary on the Internet of Things. Everything can blow up. Like, I mean, as everything enters the Internet of Things, pretty soon that will just become reality. That's true. It was it was really like, forward thinking when you think about it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, did you ever see? So yeah. I would say, uh, oh, I gotta. This is a review, so we have categories, yep. right? I'm doing this all wrong. So graphics, yep. handsome, 3D, he was like one of the people most responsible for making bald look cool, uh-huh. um, if you have like a really good shaped head for mm-hmm. it, uh, which he does. So I- I'll give him like a 9 out okay, of 10. Okay, great. Uh, Sound design? Uh, he's got a good voice, not great, good. Mm-hmm. We'll go for like, I like it when he says yippee Kaye, motherfucker. Uh-huh. Uh he curses well in general. We'll give him an right. eight. Gameplay. So one time 
as a like quite young child, I played the very early PlayStation game, like pre-analog sticks on the PlayStation. Um, what was it? Uh, Die Hard, the, the Die Hard PlayStation game, and it was terrible. Uh, so zero. Was it related to the arcade game, which ironically had nothing to do with Die Hard? Oh, no, okay. the arcade game is awesome. <laughs> But Bruce Willis isn't in that, so that doesn't boost his score. And I have totally completed that game in an arcade before. Wow. Yeah, I think I have too. You go to the top. And I also, get... yeah, and then there's the helicopter, and then you fight your friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 no. All right. Uh... Uh, I think that's a Die Hard 2 game, though. Oh. Well, anyway, uh, replayability. Uh. You know, I'd still watch a movie. I, I still watch Pulp Fiction all the time, so 10 out of 10. Uh, and overall? For you, Zach? Oh, overall? Uh, let's give him like a 8. Okay, cool. All right, so for me, uh, graphics, I contest that he's 3D. He's been 2D every time I've seen him. <laughs> Zero of 10. <laughs> Okay. The sound design, oh, his soft, buttery voice just makes me so comfortable. I just want to get in his arms and tell him. Uh, and yippee ki motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. So that's a 10 of. Uh, gameplay, he's usually not interactive, which kind of bums me out. Three of, and, uh, mm-hmm. and replayability... Yeah, I would still watch a Bruce Willis if I'm given the opportunity. Nine of ten. So, oh, all right. What's your overall? So overall, that must be like a twelve or something. I don't know. All right. Cool. That yeah, that sounds like it adds up. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So that's been a podcast. If if yeah, you guys were curious, I hope you've enjoyed. If you were curious. That's what a podcast is like. Now go and listen to more. Specifically listen to more of ours. Like, subscribe, yeah. download lots of times. Yeah, absolutely, man. You gotta get in that AR A A R G yeah. Well, you got you gotta get in the ARP yeah. when you're still alive. <laughs> Good night. And remember, <laughs> kindergarten is fun. Yay. Good night everybody. Yay.